been 100% confirmed, but it's basically uh, a known, unconfirmed like, thing that Michael Jackson was involved with the production of Sonic 3's music. And you can hear it. Well, yeah, the Sonic 3 ending theme is literally Strangers in Moscow. <laughs> like, it's note for note. And then, like, the Carnival Nights theme is very much heavily based off of Jam. Mm-hmm. And there's a few other minor things here and there. Those are the two that are the, big, the biggest, though. And it's interesting to me because I actually, like, Michael Jackson was never the musician that I would go back to. Like, if, like, Thriller came on the radio, I wouldn't change it. Yeah. Or, like, Billie Jean or something. Like, hmm. it's like, yeah, not my favorite thing in the world, but I'm not going to, like, change it because they are good songs. Yeah, you respect the art. Yeah. Separate the, separating the art from the artist because we're not going to get into all that. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, that's not this podcast. We don't have time for that. Nope. I'm Bill, a one-time Instagram blogger and now a podcaster. And I'm Alex, the Chaotic Neutral. And together we are the Gaming and Collecting Podcast. A brother-sister duo that talks about gaming. And also anime. And don't forget the collecting, or sometimes. Ah, forget it. We're just a nostalgia podcast at this point. But anyways, guys, thanks for joining us as we discuss the games that shaped us. So, how you been? I've been good. I feel under pressure. So, it's been a couple weeks since we last recorded, other than we did a, we had a guest on a few days ago, um, but aside from that, it's been a hell of a couple of weeks. Work's been insane. Yeah. Weather's been confusing because yeah. it's New England. But I, I think it's finally settling out, though. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed, Fingers it's crossed. still in the danger zone, though, where, like, it could just snow tomorrow for no reason. Hey, we're not going to say those words. I don't want that to happen. Yeah, because you're trying to golf. I know, I keep trying to golf. Well, my mom and I um, thought it would be fun since, you know, I, I work in a golf-related company um, that I should learn how to, it would be fun to learn how to golf and, like, do fun golfing things. And uh, every time we've tried, we've had to cancel the lesson because of, like, snow or rain and so it's rescheduled to next weekend, and I hope that we'll finally be able to go golfing. Cause we, cause yeah. we're excited. Cause once we like know the basics, then we can kind of just go on our own and do it. But we just don't know anything. So, but you know, it, yeah. it'll happen. Tilly went to the groomer today. Yeah, she was a ham the entire way. Oh yeah, she's. It's so funny. Like she'll she'll just start crying when she knows I'm not paying attention to get my attention again, and then I'll pet her, and she'll be fine. But she'll just, she hams it up the whole way. just Miss Melodramatic Uh, over there. And then on the way home, she's, like, fine. Like, because she knows she's going home. But on the way there, I guess she's, like, in the air of, like, is it the vet or is it the groomer? And it's the groomer. Though she is probably going to have a vet appointment soon, but she's blocking me out. She's cleaning her ear, even though she just was groomed. Yeah. Because cats. Other than that, it's been hell of a time. Super tired. We're, we're currently yeah. still in the middle of our Ghibli film marathon. Yeah. More on that later, because we're not going to spoil, but, um... It's been fun, though. Yeah. So, like, because a lot... I've only seen... I realize I've only seen, like, a few of them, really. I've only um, seen one, so this has been... Tilly's got her ear inside out. <laughs> <laughs> Aw. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> it's so goofy looking. Um, yep. <laughs> I'm waiting for it to just go... 
Because she has the white pattern on her belly, it just looks like she has a gullet. <laughs> yep. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Don't die. But yeah, other than that, we went to Cracker Barrel this morning. Cracker Barrel. I got another maple syrup from my desk at work. I yep. think I have like 10 bottles now. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, though, it's been a lot of crazy stuff. Uh, we talked earlier, the 3DS store closed officially, which is sad. Oh. I, I didn't really care. Yeah, I know, but you don't have a heart, so. I mean, I just think of it realistically as a company that, like, no one, like, the Switch is now the Nintendo console. Yep. Not many people, I mean, like, some people do, but for the most part, average consumers are using the Switch. They're not using the um, 3DS store. They're not going to put the money into it anymore to maintain it. It's, yep. you know, it's. I get why. And unlike Sony, Nintendo doesn't care, and they just... Because they're Nintendo. They don't. They do what they want. Yep. They don't care what you want. Feel bad if you're a uh, Ace Attorney fan, though, because yeah, good luck playing oh. 5 and 6 now. The, I think the Mario movie is coming out soon. It is. Um, looking forward to that. Uh, it's definitely going to be... So, fun fact, both Mario movies, I'm convinced, are going to be 100% carried by their actor playing Bowser. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Other than that, though, nothing too crazy. I got a few collecting updates. Wow. Um, so you I've, collect? No. I just waste my money on crap. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Is that, are you calling me out or are you calling yourself out? Both. Okay. Yes. <laughs> That's rude. But yeah, so I, I went to GameStop recently. I, so I've been trying to collect um, a, a couple series. I just recently finished off the Senren Kagura games, which are extremely fan service um, like beat-em-up fighters e- or hack-and-slash games. But they're really fun, so I don't care. Um, so I recently finished up that series. I've, um, I got like it, like a dragon isn't, uh, isn't, I think that's how it's pronounced. And I got Gotham Knights, uh, <laughs> even though I've heard that game's crap, but whatever. Uh, also I recently picked up a whole bunch of random crap, like a bunch of the burnout games, that really crappy independence day game on PlayStation, mm. uh, some more random racing games and the labyrinths of Galleria, because it's an M-rated RPG, and that just appeals to me. Hmm. But yeah, other than that, have you picked up any figures lately? Uh, actually, have I? Yeah, so I think, I don't remember the last time I talked about figures on the podcast, but I did pick up two, no, three new ones. I got the Gammas from Dragon Ball Super, Hmm. uh, which I was really excited about. And then I also got uh, uh, Katakuri from uh, One Piece. Um, from the Charlotte family, uh, which I'd been wanting a figure of him for a while. So, yeah, got some good options. Only thing is that I don't, like, he, his stand, I don't know how it works, and he just kind of sits there. It, yeah. It's not very stable, but he sits there. But, yeah, got some good little figures. Um, I have, like, how many was it now? A lot. <laughs> yeah, it was, like, in the 60s, right? Which the is One kinda, Piece figures alone are, like, a are lot. half, Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, and I'm... I need more, more, more. <laughs> but yeah, uh, other than that, you've been watching anything new recently other than Dance Moms because you hey, lo- you love that garbage. I love that. Gar- I love that trash. Um, I've still been catching up with Shaman King. Um, I need to finish catching up with the Doug, the the Doug, <laughs> the Doug. <laughs> Sorry, the dub of uh, My Hero and um. 
Demon School Aruma season for, three. For a second, um, I thought you were going to say you were, you were trying to, you were had to finish catching up with the Duggars, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> no, I that's don't a blast. Watch, from I don't the, watch the Duggars. No, thank you. I was you. like, that's a blast There's from a the past of in that family. The, the, anyway, yeah, <laughs> <you know. laughs> um, no, yeah, I need to. Well, I don't know if it's out. I've been waiting for the rest of my hero to be out for the dub. Which I it might be soon, so mm. I'll finish that, and then I'll also finish Welcome to Demon School because I believe that dub is probably out by now. The rest of it, so. yeah, and that's your new second favorite. Yeah, so I'll watch that, and then there's some interesting ones coming out. That oh, the one I want to watch next is Trigun, uh, but also I don't know why, but I'm very tempted to rewatch Bleach. I don't know why I hate myself, but I do. Uh, but I'm gonna do like a filler guide where you skip all the filler, including just the whole on arcs that are filler. Cause why? <laughs> yeah. Nah. And I've been watching. Uh, I just started. Uh, don't don't toy with me, Miss Narigato, which yes. is a very uh, triggering show if you're not if you're um you're not into uh, very dominant female characters. So mm. <laughs> and very su- submissive male characters. Aww. Down. She's in a sunbeam. Yep. I opened up all the blinds and the curtains so that Tillard could bask in the sunlight. Yeah. And it's just nice to have natural light coming in. Yay. What are you drinking? Uh, the remains of a cold brew black coffee. And I am drinking a Sprite. Because what else do I drink that isn't alcohol <laughs> during this show? Yes. Um, right. Yeah, so other than that, the only other thing I'm really looking forward to is uh, the uh, Kaguya-sama film, which finally got put on Crunchyroll, but still no dub, so we're still waiting for mm. that. And I'm still, I can't wait for the um, Black Clover movie. to. I want to just get more info on it. Is it getting a dub, and who's, <laughs> well, who it, are the dub characters? If, it's not, if, it, if it gets a dub and it's not the dub, original dub cast, I know people are going to rage. I, so. yeah. I, I don't know what they're going to do, but I just kind of want an answer if it's happening or not. I don't know. It's got the red end of death on it, though, so that's a, that's a sign of dun, dun. scariness. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I'm just going to hope for the best. That's all I can do. Yeah. But anyways, so on to our topic for this episode. You like Sonic, Alex? Who's Sonic? I heard Sonic he- here! Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's, it's funny how you should say that. So yes, yeah, so we we everyone knows Sonic. It's he's he's the most loved or hated video game franchise of all time. I mean, deservingly so though. Yeah, but some of the some of the people a lot. I'm pretty sure the majority of the people that hate on him have never played a single one of his games before. True, so. but it's definitely the games are either are either good or garbage. Yeah, yeah, hmm. but um. There's one thing that unites all Sonic games, and that's having phenomenal soundtracks. Except for oh, Chronicles. Yeah. Fuck Chronicles. We don't need to talk about that one. Um, <laughs> I need. I think we need a Sonic Chronicles podcast. What? No, there, we could do a whole podcast on how much of a dumpster fire that game <laughs> is. But that's besides the point. So Sonic music is interesting because it's literally the one thing that like ties every Sonic game together as yeah. being the, the highlight, usually. Mm. Because for whatever reason, the... the Sonic Team just puts out phenomenal soundtracks for mm. every one of these games. And From the 8-bit era to the current era. Uh, 16-bit, technically. 16, all right. There was 8-bit Sonic games, but that's besides the point. But one thing about Sonic music that is really fascinating to me is how much, like, celebrity and, like, some of the most 
out of nowhere, like musical like collaborations came from. <laughs> and the reason why I want to bring this up is because the Sonic series actually was pretty integral in like shaping my overall music tastes. Yeah. Over the years, which is kind of interesting to me in a lot of ways. So interestingly enough, like Sonic music has always had some sort of like celebrity, like kind of backing to it over the years. Like even going back to like the original Sonic one and two, where the soundtracks were uh, composed by a composer, Matsato Nakamura, who was actually the bassist of the popular. I don't really know anything about this band in particular because it's not my genre, but they were the um, he was the bassist in one. I think one of the singers of the popular J-pop band Dreams Come True. Oh, okay. Like, he was a celebrity, like, in, J- in I don't Japan know who at that the time. Is, nah, they're, I bet they're popular. They might have, they've probably done anime themes for all we know. No, maybe. But he was the sole composer for Sonic 1 and 2. The thing is, because he, how the contract was written, he actually retains the rights to all his music hmm. he wrote for those two games. That's why Sega actually has to pay money to use, like, say, Green Hill Zone or, like, the, the classic, like, Sonic, like, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do, okay. like, that theme. Because yep. those are owned by him. Hmm. Then comes Sonic 3. This is the one that's the most uh, interesting. <laughs> so Sonic 3, he had moved on by that point, and Sega had switched over to... So it's never been 100% confirmed, but it's basically... Uh, a known, unconfirmed, like, thing that Michael Jackson was involved with the production of Sonic 3's mm. music. And you can hear it. <laughs> well, yeah, the Sonic 3 ending theme is literally Strangers in Moscow. <laughs> like, it's note for note. And then, like, the Carnival Nights theme is very much heavily based off of Jam. Mm-hmm. And there's a few other minor things here and there. Those are the two that are the, big, the biggest, though. Mm. And it's interesting to me because I actually, like... Michael Jackson was never the, the musician that I would go back to. Like, if, like... Thriller came on the radio. I wouldn't change it. Or, yeah. Or, like, Billie Jean or something. Like, hmm. It's like, yeah, not my favorite thing in the world, but I'm not going to, like, change it, because they are good songs. Yeah, you respect the art. Yeah. Separate the, separating the art from the artist, because we're not going to get into all that. Yeah. <laughs> Trust <laughs> me, that's not this podcast, and we don't have time for that. Nope. But, yeah, so he was supposedly involved. And I actually, like, to be honest, like, the Sonic connection actually has made me interested in, like, listening to like like i'll put on jam every now and then just because i it it's carnival night it's Sonic. or like strangers in moscow mm. which i find very fascinating but of course by the time we got to uh sonic and knuckles most of his tracks were replaced and like they're inc- completely omitted from the uh the recent sonic origins collection that came out like mm. not too long ago for to the ire of a lot of people but yeah that's been the early Sonic days, even, like, without vocals, like, had some interesting, like, celebrity tie-ins. Hmm. But moving on, then we get Sonic CD. So Sonic CD was the first one to actually feature, like, vocals. And so I don't know who Pastiche is, but they were famous for doing the original American opening theme of Sonic Boom. Nice. Uh, which is interesting to me, although ironically, in Japan, they got Japanese artist uh, Keiko Utiko to do uh, You Can Do Anything, other known as, you know, the famous Toot Toot Sonic Warrior Toot Toot Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> Funny stuff. Other than that, though, we really didn't get a whole lot of things. I mean, other than that, then we had... So there's a lot of, like, Sonic, like, 
early songs, like where they picked out like some of the most random artists, like Sonic R, like had, was entirely done by the, a, a female vocalist, T.J. Davis. Mm-hmm. Like you know, Supersonic Racing, Can You Feel the Sunshine, yep. Living okay. in the City, yep. You know the most Euro pop, like unfitting for a racing game soundtrack ever. But but also it's fitting. No, it's not fitting, but it's just you. It's it's, it's so unfitting. It fits in a sense. Like it's so bizarre to me, but at the same time, it's like hell yeah, heck yeah. So moving on now. Now it, this is where we get to the. Uh, so, so this is where we get to that's the point in Sonic music where the actual like stuff that I'm kind of like talking about starts. Mm. So Sonic Adventure. The first game to be, uh, com- uh, the first game with the sound to be sound directed by Jun Sonoy, and Jun Sonoy was very well known for his um, taste in like eighties like uh, hair metal <laughs> and other artists. So this was the game that gave us a ton of vocal tracks. Yeah, particularly, it doesn't matter. Famous for featuring uh, TNT vocalist Tony Harnell, mm-hmm. who was the lead vocalist for a Norwegian um, hair metal band called TNT, uh, most famous for the song uh, 10,000 Lovers in One. Yep. And <laughs> you listen to it now, and it's like, this is the most 80s cheese you'll ever hear. Yeah. <laughs> but to be honest, I kind of dig it. You kind of dig it? Yeah. And I mean, Tony Harnell's got a very awesome voice. He also later sang for. Uh, other bands like Westworld and uh, Starbreaker, and uh, very briefly, he was the singer of Skid Row, mm-hmm. <laughs> out of all things. Uh, we also had Lazy Days Living in Paradise, uh, featuring uh, Ted Poley, who is the lead singer for the band Danger Danger. Danger Danger. Another 80s hair band, most famous <laughs> for the song Naughty Naughty mm-hmm. and Bang Bang. Hmm. Seems to be a pattern there. Ironically, that's the, those are the only two songs that are like that. <laughs> and they're the biggest hits, believe it or not. Uh, but we also got some more, like, unknowns. Like, there was, like, Believe in Myself, the theme of Tales, which was, like, had a bunch Believe of... Believe sing- it! Yeah. Sorry. But the most famous thing we got out of this era was Crush 40. Crush 40. And Crush 40 is interesting because it is a... American Japanese band featuring Junsunoi on guitar and lead vocalist Johnny Gioelli, who is originally from the band Hardline, who we kind of talked about in the past on our music episode way back in season one. Mm-hmm. And he was, um, like, that was where the song, like, Hot Cherry came from, Rhythm, yep. Rhythm from a Red Car. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all sorts of these awesome songs. The theme songs. song of your Mustang. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they also, he also is the lead singer of the band Axel Rudy Pell, which is like a German heavy metal band. Why not? They did a really awesome cover of uh, the song Hallelujah. Mm. You know. Do, 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 I, I know do, do, what yeah. Hallelujah is. Uh, some people don't. Well, they're dumb. <laughs> well, but yeah, the, so- the song that was most famously like brought to the public interest with this game was Open Your Heart, mm. which was the main theme of Sonic Adventure, and it was also the final boss theme, and it plays pretty much at every moment of that game, and it's famous for its like, speed metal guitar rift at the start that just kind of, like, punches you in the face the second you start the game up, and it's like, damn, Sonic's in the the 3D now. Damn! (laughs) Yes. And moving on, now we get to Sonic Adventure 2. And this is... Yes. Sonic Adventure... 
Dose. Dose. So returning the adventure, <laughs> returning for Adventure Two, <laughs> was Crush Forty, of course, with their most iconic track, "Live and Learn." Yes. We also got Ted, Tony Harnell, and Ted Pulley doing a. Um, they so they, uh, there was a remake of "It Doesn't Matter," which Tony Harnell sang. And then the two of them did the famous duo that we all know now as Escape from the City. Yeah. And Escape from the City, I still think, is, like, one of, like, the most, like, high-energy, like, Sonic tracks ever. Mm. Like, to the point where, we're like, Sonic Adventure, when they redid them for that game. I mean, not Sonic Adventure. Sonic, Sonic Generations, Generations. When they actually redid the songs for that game. Uh, that game actually lets you change around the uh, the vo- the songs for per level. You can never change Escape from the City because no other song will work for that level. <laughs> it just It's one of those things that just doesn't work. But then we got some more interesting ones. Like, uh, so one of my favorites is like uh, the theme for Eggman in the game, uh, E-G-G-M-A-N. Yeah. You know, I am the Eggman. Yep. It's what I am. That song is actually sung by... Paul Shortino, who was the lead singer for the band Rough Cut, and briefly Quiet Riot, but mostly known for Rough Cut. Oh, okay. And he also famously made a cameo appearance in the film Spinal Tap, where he was the, uh, <laughs> he was like the rival singer that they run into at one point, Duke Flame. Duke Flame. Yeah. Uh, but he, so he'll, we're actually be, interestingly enough, that band Rough Cut that he was in will be making an appearance again later on this list, but with oh, a, oh a boy. different member. We also had a whole bunch of other, like, more unknown singers here, like a lot of pop-punk singers, mm. um, and just generally, like, unknowns. A lot of interesting stuff, though. Mm. Um, and going through them, also, Sonic Sonic Adventure 2 also had all those, like, rap songs on the Knuckles levels yeah. that are so <laughs> awful, but amazing at the same time. <laughs> so bad, but they're good. Like, I mean, Pumpkin Hill, y'all, or whatever. <laughs> it's like, I can't. Like, it's uh, something, something, do, do. I don't chuckle, <laughs> my name's Snuggles, or something like I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> they're so, <laughs> they're so cheesy. Like, the, 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 you just listen to the songs. Like, they're amazing. All done by a uh, rapper, Hunted P, yeah. <laughs> who's mostly just known for Knuckles Sonic Adventure raps. 2. <laughs> Oh man, I, I love those songs. But there was also a bunch of songs by Everett Bradley, who like did like all those like weird like industrial sounding songs for Shadow. Yeah, they were pretty cool. I don't know much. Emo. <laughs> it was more industrial. Than I anything. know. I just think of Shadow, and I just think of emo. Yeah. Or chaos. Swiss roll. Yes. Um, nom, 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 nom. Chaos. Swiss roll. <laughs> Sonic shorts. Anyone remembers those? If it was just us. No, I think most people do. So another fun one, then we get to Sonic Heroes. And then Sonic Heroes... Sonic! Yeah. Besides having, like, one of the most, like, insanely catchy but, like, stupid theme songs ever. <laughs> like, uh, Sonic Heroes is probably the most uh, goofy Sonic theme. Freaking love the Sonic yeah. Heroes. What goes up must come okay. down. Yeah, my feet don't touch Is them. that Crush 40? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Only Johnny G-O-L-E could pull off, like, that badass of a vocal performance <laughs> for that song. Uh, we also had We Can, the theme, the theme for uh, Team Sonic, which featured Ted Poley and Tony Harnell once again. Mm. And then this was my favorite. So then Team Dark's theme, which was This Machine, mm-hmm. by the American alternative rock, electronic, industrial band, 
Julian K. Ah, and Bill listens to a lot of Julian K. I am a huge so Julian K. I discovered through Sonic. Like, this is where I get to like the whole. This is like, so, like Sonic music shaped my music taste in a lot yeah. of ways. And because I mean I love hair metal and stuff because of <laughs> Sonic games, but Julian K. In particular. So fun thing about Julian K. The not the singer. The singer is Ryan Shuck, who is actually a guitar player from the band Orgy, which mm-hmm. was in an uh, alternative metal, new metal, like they consider themselves death pop. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly famous for the song. Um, they did a cover of Blue Monday, like an industrial, oh, industrial metal cover of Blue Monday, along with um, their other fame. Their other, they had a bunch of songs. Like uh, I'd have to look them up now. They're not, they weren't huge, but they were decently popular for the time. Mm. But uh, both the, so the two guitar players from Orgy later left uh, to form Julian K. That was Ryan Shook and Amir Durak. Mm-hmm. And Amir Durak, actually, believe it or not, was actually also a guitar player in Rough Cut. Oh. Which is really funny in like a hindsight kind yeah. of way. Um, yeah, I love, I love um, Julian K, though. I still listen to them on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was also a few other things, like a lot of pop punk bands again, but mostly Crush Forty doing Sonic Heroes and What I'm Made Of, yeah, the the uh, final boss theme. And then moving on, we also got Shadow the Hedgehog, which this went straight up into the uh, <laughs> it's straight up alt metal for the time. Yeah, and this I discovered because I love alt metal. That's like my genre from the growing up. Yep. Um, we got a ton of stuff. So we got. I Am All of Me, the main theme by Crush 40, which is like Crush 40 doing freaking new metal, alt metal. Yes. Um, Almost Dead by Power Man 5000. And Power Man, Power F- Man 5000. So Power Man 5000 is actually the band featuring uh, Rob Zombie's younger brother. Oh, okay. As its lead singer, Spider One. <laughs> That's not his actual, I don't know what his actual name is, but uh, uh, they did a ton of stuff. Like their, their album... Um, they had a whole bunch of albums. Their probably biggest tour, like when stars collide, like when worlds collide, or or the st- when the stars revolt. But it has the song "When Worlds Collide" on it, mm-hmm. which is really awesome. And then they did an album called Transform, which I really enjoyed. But they did the song "Almost Dead," where it's like "I'm almost dead, almost oh, dead." Yeah, that's kind of how he sings. Like, <laughs> but Julian <laughs> Keg also returned. They did another song called "Waking we Up." Just- name this podcast bill sings sonic songs podcast (laughs) (laughs) bill sonic covers the podcast (laughs) there was also the band mona lisa overdrive although they they refer to themselves as a2 in in the game i guess they didn't want to uh use their actual band name they they did a song called chosen one which is pretty good (laughs) very unfitting for a sonic game but i enjoyed it and then magnify who did the song all hail shadow (laughs) the original version now fun fact about magnify they actually were the, supposed to do the original theme for this game called um, Who I Am. Mm-hmm. But from what the story goes is, to when you make a song for a Sonic game, because they don't want to have issues like they did with the original s- composer, yeah. if you make a song for a Sonic game, Sega owns it. Yeah. And um, Who I Am, or What I Am, uh, that song... Uh, that song was like so really. Uh, that song is arguably one of Magnify's best songs, <laughs> and they didn't want to lose that because that was mm. that was going to be on their next album. Yeah. So they instead made All Hail Shadow mm. as a trade off, and All Hail Shadow is a good song, but mm. that because of that, Crush Forty then had to uh, do the the main theme as well, which 
we got a good song out of it as well. But it's kind of funny because you can actually find sync up trailers where people take the opening cutscene for Shadow and they put um uh the, that they put the Magnify song over that oh. was originally supposed to go and it fits so well. And it fits. Like it's like holy shit. <laughs> That's funny. And then we also got a uh, the another Crush Forty song, Never Turn Back, which I think is one of their best songs. Yeah. Because it has that awesome like piano intro. Honestly, like Shadow of the Hedgehog is a pretty mediocre game overall. But it's got a good soundtrack. It does. And honestly, the only way you get to hear um, Never Turn Back is it's the final boss. No, no, it's not even the final boss theme. It's the ending credits theme. Mm -hmm. And it's so good that you have to finish that game just to hear it. Like the final, the ending credits theme for like the good ending. So you have to get all the... uh, the, the, you have to play the whole game. Yeah. You have to get like all like ten endings to get to the final. Bo- <laughs> so probably no one's heard this song. Then. Well, no, everyone's heard it because they just looked it up on YouTube. Oh, okay. Or uh, it's on Spotify now. But yeah, yeah, back in the day you had to work for it. And my God, Shadow the Hedgehog is such a slog of a game to play. <laughs> okay, so then moving on, Sonic Riders had couple songs by the band Run. That was the skateboarding game, The hoverboard right? racing, yeah. Hoverboard with the bird people? Yes. The bird people. Do they ever come back? Yeah, in all the Sonic Riders games. Well, yeah, but other than that. I think they were in a party game at one point. Mm. <laughs> well, yeah, they were in Sonic and the Black Knight. They were? Yeah, because there was party game mini games in that game. <laughs> but besides the point. Uh, yes, yeah, so that had a couple songs by the, the band Runbleby. Never heard of them otherwise. The only song I know from them is Catch Me If You Can. Yep. But yeah, moving on now, we get uh, the main theme uh, for... So, Sonic 06. Sonic 06! What a dumpster fire! Yes, it really was. Um, And you know what's fun about Sonic 06? The soundtrack is better than it. Oh, yeah. No, this is a banger soundtrack. It does, like the best soundtrack possible. And so this this game has probably one of like the best Sonic main themes of all time, his world. Yeah. Like the dun 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 dun. dun yeah. You know. yeah. <laughs> uh, and the so there's two versions of um his world. There's the Zebrahead version, which is a Zebrahead is like a rap punk rock band. Yeah. Um, their version's really awesome. But then we also get the Crush Forty version, which is also equally awesome. But it's more of a metal song and more epic sounding, not mm-hmm. so much a fast-paced like speed you can appreciate both of them. oh yeah they're both great uh also akon was in this game why not uh i don't care about his songs though <laughs> uh, Bill, this, this game also had dreams of an absolution yeah the silver the hedgehog speed which which somehow also sounds like green hill zone yeah it does i i enjoy dreams of an absolution all the v- different versions of it mm-hmm. Um, also the, all, there was, uh, the Crush 40 version of All Hail Shadow, which most people prefer. I prefer the Magnify version personally, but that's just taste. Taste. Yes. And then we also can move on to Sonic and the Secret Rings, yep. w- which had, uh, songs like Seven Rings in Hand, you know, Fate the Race Reborn, or whatever it's, oh. you know, you hear that damn song so many times playing that piece of shit game. Sonic and the Secret Rings sucks, by the way, people. Isn't it like just like you're on like a rail? And you're on you rails use and the Wiimote. Yeah, like you have was, to move the Wiimote back. It was and a forth. Wiimote game. Like it was a game made because hey, we have this new console, the Wii. You know what's funny when that when that game came out, like everyone like called it such a step above Sonic 06. <laughs> but in reality, I think nowadays I'd rather play 06 because well, at, at least, least 06 you could. 
get used to. At least 06, you could actually kind of do Sonic-like things. Yeah. And not every level of Sonic 06 is complete trash. Yes. <laughs> uh, Runblebee actually came back for a lot of Sonic um, and the Secret Rings. Because uh, they, they did Seven Rings in Hand along with uh, Steve Conte as a vocalist. Who was, I think, a guitar player in the Goo Goo Dolls at one point. Oh, okay. I think. I know he did a lot of, like... You're unsure. Stuff. He did. A, he was in a couple things here <laughs> and there. Crush 40 also did a version of Seven Rings in Hand, which is also epic. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the 06 soundtrack. I mean, not, I not, mean, not, the, not 06, the <laughs> Secret Rings soundtrack. Huh? And then moving on, we get some of the handheld games, like Sonic Rivals 2, which had... Race to Win by Ted Pulley, which is only like a minute long, but it's an awesome song. Yeah. Because it's just so for high energy for no reason. He was like, you only have a minute of my time, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was also Sonic Riders Zero Gravity, which had the song Ungraffitify by uh, Cashel. Although I know the uh, Crush 40 version just more for whatever reason. Yep. Sonica, okay, now here we get to more fun. Sonic Unleashed had Endless Possibilities, sung by Jared Reddick of the band Bowling Pursuit. That's funny. I, I didn't I, realize he did a Sonic game. Yeah, he, no, he did Endless Possibilities from Unleashed. And you, you can tell when you if you uh, listen to it, like you'd be like, oh yeah, that's totally Jared Reddick. Yeah, I recognize that voice. Yeah, that's like the only real vocal theme. There's also My Dear Friends by Brent Crash, or Cash. I don't remember that song. Oh, it was the ending scene, that's why. I only beat that game once. Because <laughs> goddamn beating Unleashed is a pain. Yep. And then moving on, so then... So, by this point, so, like, going in through Sonic composers and stuff, the last game that Jun Sonoy had done by this point was Shadow, because then they moved on to different composers oh. to change things up a bit, because, ironically, 06, one of the best Sonic soundtracks, was not done by Jun Sonoy. Oh, really? Hmm. Yeah, it was, um... Someone who had worked with Jun Sonoy in the past. I forget, I'm forgetting his name right now. It's um, Tomio Otani. That, oh. That's his name. He had actually done the rap songs for Sonic Adventure 2. Oh, Okay. But Sonic and the Black Knight, so this was the second storybook game for the Wii, which was also on rails, but it was better because you could use the nunchuck to control Sonic. Yeah. Um, this game was the return of... Um, Jun Sonoy. Jun Sonoy is the lead um, sound director. Mm -hmm. And because of that, we got f six fucking Crush 40 songs. Heck yeah! Like, we got Night of the Wind, Through the Fire, Fight the Night. Uh, with me, live life. Live life is probably the best Crush Forty song. Don't at me. Um, <laughs> a ton of them, but we also got so the song with me has two versions. There's the Crush Forty version, which is like extremely heavy for no reason, but it's kind of fun at the same time. Yes. Uh, then we also get um, the original version, which was so this one's fun. It featured the two singers from the uh, band All Ends. Mm -hmm. Along with guitars by Marty Friedman, the former lead guitarist of Megadeth. Why not? Well, he lives in Japan now, and he does J-pop. Oh. Like, he did He did the Sailor Moon Crystal theme. Oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I remember you telling me that. But, uh, that song is such a freaking banger, and it's like the final boss theme, too, which makes it even better. <laughs> but, yeah, then Free Riders had the main theme, Free, which was composed, which Crush 40 also covered, but the original was done by Chris Madden. And then Sonic Colors. So this is this was another band that I really got into thanks to Sonic. Sonic Colors had Reach for the Stars and Speak with Your Heart, both done by Cash Cash. I don't know who that you is. You never probably heard them. They're really they're like an electronic kind of like pop band. 
they've had some really catchy stuff. Like it's good. It's good. Just kind of like relaxing, just kind of like bop music. And then Sonic Forces. This one was all was really fascinating to me because we had um, two songs in this game: Fist Bump, which was featured uh, Douglas Robb on vocals, mm-hmm. and he is the lead singer of Hoopastank. And uh, Hoopastank was very well known for their huge hit, "The Reason." If anyone remembers that yeah. song, because "The Reason" was played on pretty much every radio station of all time at the time and it's funny because like this song is like a high energy like pop punk song which is hilarious because like Hoobah Steak is not a pop punk band at all so it's like an interesting vocal clash mm-hmm. um and then a lot of people hate this song too because it's called Fist Bump oh. and, and like it's like the Hoobah Steak I, I fucking loved it though because I was like this is so stupid in like every way and it's well, great it's different, you know? it was such a positive song too I don't get why people have to bitch about everything but mm. whatever it's just people and then the other big song in this game was Infinite, the theme for uh, Infinite, <laughs> the main villain of the game, oh. uh, composed by the band Danger Kids. And Danger Kids kind of was like a, a discovery for me because I had never heard of them before. And they were most well known for doing the song. Well, they don't really have any major hits, but what they're most well known for is they essentially like their big influence was uh, Linkin Park. Oh. And they are very stylistically similar to Linkin Park. In a lot of ways, which was a treat to actually listen to. And then I think the final major song that like has come out was the final Crush 40 song was Green Light Ride from Sonic Team Racing or Team oh. Sonic Racing, which was nice just to see like another Crush 40 song because we haven't had one in a while. Hmm. I don't know if Frontiers had any vocal songs. I don't think it did when I think about it. Did, it didn't? I don't know. Either this list just isn't updated. I haven't... F- I haven't got far enough into Is Sonic Frontiers the newest one? That's the open world one. Mm. But yeah, Sonic music is insane. How many just different like bands and genres. Like I have like exp- like branched out super far. Like because of like listening to that, like Julian K in particular, I've discovered Orgy. And then like I also discovered Rough Cut, which is hilarious because then I also roundaboutly discovered Rough Cut was related to Paul Shortino funny stuff like Bowling for Soup like one of my favorite bands of all time now is Bowling for Soup and yep. I discovered them through Sonic that's funny and that's like me and our mother's like bonding band now because we love, love Bowling for Soup you, did, you forgot something though which one you forgot gotta go fast gotta go uh, fast yeah gotta go I guess faster, faster 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 <laughs> the, fucking, the fucking anime <laughs> themes I, I don't know my favorite personally was uh the theme song for Sad AM, you know, Sonic, he can really move. Sonic, he's got an attitude. God, th- th- those themes were so cringy but awesome. And then didn't the um Sonic uh, with oh, his brother under- and sister? <laughs> Sonic Underground. They, they, they sing a new song to every day. The past. I feel like those helped <laughs> kind of shape the music of the games too as well. Like, Maybe in a sense, though. God, those songs from <laughs> Underground are so cheesy. <laughs> but Sonic is so cheesy. Yeah, everything about Sonic is cheesy. It, it's funny, though, like how like the music is just the one thing that has kept us, like, kept Sonic games, like, united over the years. Because, mm. like, going through them, like, every Sonic game to me has an iconic soundtrack. And they're so diverse. Mm. Like, the Sonic Color soundtrack, it's got such a tone to it. Unleashed in 06 have their very high production like just amazing mm. sounds 
Forces, Lost World, like all sorts of stuff. The classic, like the the butt rock era of Sonic with like all the uh, <laughs> basically all the Jinsenoi stuff with with all the hair metal bands. Well, I definitely feel like too like that. It, it kind of added to like the whole Sonic is edgy. Sonic is like Sonic is different. You know the He's cool, cool thing. You know it really did add to that because I mean like you never hear like this type of music in a Mario game no. or like any other game. Like, Ironically, like the first Mario game that really had a uh, like a bopping song to it was uh, the newest one. Um, oh, so Mario Odyssey. Odyssey. Mario yeah. Odyssey. How did I forget with Odyssey? The, um, with the one. The dirt. city. The city yeah. song. Like the the freaking bop. Like, yeah. But even then, that is a completely different world oh, from yeah. the Sonic soundtracks. Well, it's it's just funny to me because like Sonic, you love him or you hate him, or you're just a long running fan who puts up with his shit. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Bill. And most Sonic fans, let's be real here. Yeah. And like that, we can always say like the music is just that one thing that has kept us like united over the years. Mm. And honestly. Honestly, I'll still listen to Crush 40 on a daily. Like, I actually pledged, um, like, I donated, like, I was part of, like, the the, the crowdfunding campaign for Johnny Giuoli's solo album. Oh, that's cool. Like, I actually, it's back home because all my CDs are in storage right now. Yeah. But I actually do have a signed copy of his, uh. Oh, that's so cool. Of his, uh, solo album, which was really cool. Mm. I think I have a signed Ted Poli CD, too, somewhere, like, his verse, because Ted Poli had a lot of so- bands. Mm. Uh, my notable one is I have a signed copy of Bone Machine, yeah. which was like one of his more obscure bands. I don't really feel like Sonic in general kind of shaped a lot of your, a lot of your gaming and music taste because I think wasn't it really Sonic that first kind of got you into that collecting? Well, like, it was the Dreamcast. And yeah, Sonic was the first game I played on it because I was really interested in adventure because everyone was hyping adventure up as this is before people realized adventure is not a great. I mean, it's a good game, but it's not a amazing game. It's very dated yeah. by today's standards. And, yeah, it's funny, though. It's kind of like that, like the Dreamcast. I discovered the Dreamcast because of Sonic Adventure and, and Classic Gamer, mm. to a degree. Um, I got a Genesis because I lo- I wanted to play the classics. Like, yeah. I got a Saturn because I really, I love Sega stuff. Yeah. It just went from there, like how I literally it's not so much this episode was is originally how the sonic's music shaped my music taste but also it's just sonic the hedgehog shaped my video game taste in a lot of ways as well yeah it was that and rpgs like those two like really what got me into it yeah and like i still remember watching sonic let's plays back in the day like back before (laughs) i realized i hated fucking youtubers oh god not all of them i'm I'm being sarcastic there but um just a good majority (laughs) I hate what YouTube's become. That's what yeah. I'll say. No, agreed. But yeah, it's funny. Crush 40 still rocks, though. Like, I'll listen to Crush 40 on a daily basis. <laughs> yeah. No, and it's funny looking back, because, like, you you do listen, and you're like, wow, like, these really were such bops. And I just don't think any other game has compared to having, like, a phenomenal soundtrack each and every game. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't think there is ever, like, there may have been a shitty Sonic game, but hey, that music... It made you want to keep playing, like, you know? Even thinking about it, like, when I think of, like, bad Sonic soundtracks, like, the only ones that come to mind are, obviously, I mean, some of the 8-bit ones are forgettable. Mm. Not all of them, like, uh, uh, Yuzo Kashiro did a couple of Sonic's sound, like, 8-bit soundtracks, mm. which is immediate awesomeness. But, like, thinking about, like, going back, like, the only really 
bad soundtracks I can think of are obviously Chronicles, but that game Chronicles is just a not good game. It it's it's confusing how bad that game is. <laughs> like it doesn't make sense. Like it was published, it was created by BioWare. Granted, it was BioWare C Team, but mm. it was like it, it had like everything going for it that should have been good. And, and it, it just was mediocre. It didn't happen. Uh, I'll say the Boom games have very forgettable soundtracks. Mm. But, I mean, most of Boom is pretty forgettable. Yeah. Like, a whole bunch of stuff like that. Wait, did the Sonic Boom song come No, from it's that? not. No, yeah, so, it's not in that one, right? Sonic Boom came from Sonic CD. Oh! I, when I was thinking of Sonic Boom, I wasn't thinking of, like, the, the Sonic Boom. I don't even think there's any good... Is there songs like it's lyrics? all, it's all, no, it's all just instrumental. Yeah, it was all honestly. Sonic Boom's kind of the redheaded stepchild of a uh, Sonic, yeah. Well, like, it's, it's just, it's not a normal Sonic game. I the console game definitely isn't. The handheld ones, Shattered Crystals, it, it has problems, but it's a decent game. Yeah. Fire and Ice is actually a pretty good game. Oh, okay, like it, they. So the biggest problem with Shattered Crystal was it the levels were too big because they tried making it a Metroidvania for some reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Sapphire and Ice, even though no one played it because it was Sonic Boom, actually has pretty short and like fun speedrunning levels. So mm. take that for what you will. But yeah, so thinking back on it, like it, it's just funny to me. Like this franchise is weird. It, it's like the cockroach of video games. It will never die. It will never die. And it. it, it <laughs> It just, it kind of stays around and like, not everyone has to like Sonic, but a lot of people have to at least respect what it did for video gaming. Yeah. But yeah, so I guess in a short one for this time, guys, but I guess to wrap this up, um, thanks again for listening, everybody. Um, you can find the Gaming Collecting Podcast on all your major podcasting platforms, particularly Apple Podcast and Spotify. Um, we are Wait. Ma- isn't haven't you seen like tweets about like a new Sonic thing coming? No. I've been seeing. I saw like a tweet the other day about like a new Sonic is coming, so maybe there's a new Sonic game in the future, and maybe we'll have a killer soundtrack with Crush Forty and Junsunoi and all the hair metal you can find. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> But anyways, yeah, so follow us uh, all major podcasting platforms. We're made on Spotify for podcasters. Not Anchor. Yeah, Anchor's dead. Um, <laughs> Damn! I mean, it is. Um, also, you can uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter. All our links are at uh, linktree slash Games, And you can join our public uh, Discord server where you can watch Alex post curse shit. Um, yeah, I posted a cat fridge today. Yes, it was great. Go find it. And we can talk about games, anime, and look at gifts. And cheesecake. Made of cheese. Yes. Not what you think. But anyways, once again, <laughs> once again, guys, thank you for listening, and we will see you all next time. Cheese bag. Cheese bag.